0: Yeah, seven, seven, six, seven, seven, eight, ten. Champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Monaki Vasashi. All fresh macaques. Then say Luminati. We they rap, turn stop. They get lemma power. They dance in the soccer. Kali to ifako. We dare
1: up never shoot Welcome to the uncut 90 I'm your host Dolapo with a few special guests and analysts uh, first on the deck we have Mandem Z What's going on Second we have Rookie What up what up And last but not least we have George aka Lopep
2: Lil Pep, Lil Pep ground up Let's go
1: Right, right, ground up, Charlie. Okay, so <laughs> this episode um is probably not going to be a really long one, even though a lot is happening. Not that much is really happening in the EPL. Uh, it's the season is kind of ending. I'm uh, pretty much a whimper, especially compared to other leagues like La Liga and the French League and the Turkish League that nobody watches, of course. But you know, still some exciting stuff going on. Um, so as part of our kind of end of the season review and stuff like that. What we've been trying to do is come up with our team of the season. So last episode we talked about our defenders and goalkeepers of the season. Um, if you did not listen to that go back and listen so you can catch up to where we are. Um this episode we're gonna talk about our midfielders of the season. We're gonna pick three. They don't have to be defensive, attacking, central. They just have to be well they have to be central midfielders, but it can be an attacking, defensive, whatever you feel like. Right? So just three midfielders that you think are deserving that would get you your votes. Um, Rookie. I'm going to start with you. What three midfielders um, would you select, given the
3: choice? Um, for this season, right?
1: Yes, just for this season. Last okay. season doesn't matter. Next season doesn't matter. Just this season, based on their actual performances, not their talents or anything else.
3: Okay. Um, I would go with Gundogan. Okay. Um, Bruno. Mhm. And um, Conte.
1: You said Conte.
3: Mhm.
1: Wow, very surprised. Okay.
3: Why are we surprised?
1: Um, I- I'll let everyone else speak, but I think that Conte. He's finishing the season in incredible, on incredible form, right? Yeah. And of course, I feel we've seen him perform well, but on overall on the season, he hasn't had like the most fantastic season. Like he's...
3: Well, he wasn't being played as much as he's been playing as of no, late.
2: I think he was being played. He was being played. He um, was like, he was being played as a CM and he was not performing. So I don't understand why people keep putting him in the episode
0: three, but it's whatever.
1: Yeah, I think, I think recency bias, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. someone goes on a run and scores like a couple hat tricks in a row, it's gonna feel like, oh my god, what a season! But it's like, yeah, like the whole season, they didn't score any goals. Yeah. But be respected. I mean, I have content on my short list, so it's not a, I'm not saying that it's a crazy name to throw out there. Mm. Um, George, what, what three would you throw out there?
2: Uh, no, definitely Gundogan. definitely Bruno. Um, and then I feel like the last position is most likely gonna be like. Uh,
1: I can give you some suggestions. It seems like you're stuck. I have a long list here. I'm ready to say the next. I
2: uh, just go go through your list and I'll tell you. Okay. You not
1: Kevin de Bruyne.
2: Definitely not. Like
1: no, uh, not there. Jack Jack Grealish. Had
2: had it not been for his injury, I would have put him like in the top three. But-
3: you know the exactly. He's been out for a while.
1: Yeah, he's been—he's definitely been out for a while. He just came back, I believe. Um, but despite his injuries, he's actually played more minutes than most of the midfielders that we're considering. And his numbers, mm-hmm. like overall rates, whatever you want to look at, it's comparable to everyone. Like, yeah,
2: he's like, yeah, he's in contention. Yeah, he's in contention for it. But I just feel like you know, just go through your list.
1: Okay, I have Yuri Tillemans.
2: Uh, I'll pick Grillish before I pick him. That's for
1: sure. Oh, wow. Okay. Wilfred Ndidi.
2: Oh, definitely Mason not.
1: Mounts. Wait,
2: well, you say Suchek. who?
1: Mason Mounts. Yeah. Suchek. Uh, yeah. I, that's where the list starts getting, like, you know, a little flimsy. Pogba. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ward Prowse. Addison. Bernardo Silva. Yeah, No. Those are the names. <laughs> Any other name I don't think deserves to even be mentioned.
2: But yeah. Yeah, I think I'll go with Gundogan, Bruno, and uh, Mason Mounts.
1: Mason Mounts. Yeah. Oh, also Phil Foden, even though Foden, I kind of think of him as a winger, but you could also throw him in there.
2: Yeah, but I feel like Phil Foden, too, he had one of those seasons where, you know, it was towards the end, where he actually, you know, started playing more. Started right. Playing more. Good, um, De Bruyne, like, people keep including him, but I'm like, yo, like, he went when the t- team was actually going through like the you know, a good run, he was not really in the team. Mm. And when he came back, you could see that the team was a bit unstable, and he didn't really have that. I don't know, to me, his he didn't have that good of a season, so I'm not gonna put him. I think Mount had a good season, Gunaga had a good season, definitely Bruno had a good season, so those are like three
1: that should be on there. So you don't think KDB had a good season? I mean, no. I understand if you're saying it was a good season ever, but to say he didn't have a good season, I that's kind of a, a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Popo, you keep breaking in and out. Is it just me or? Probably no, it's just not a just a me. Hearing. Yeah, I just... <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, you now, yeah.
2: But um, I don't know. KDB, I don't. But I don't think he's done like anything. Like he's not done that much, to be honest. How
1: many assists has he even had this season? Uh, he has eleven in the league.
0: Uh, let me check the stats.
1: He has five goals and eleven assists. Yeah, see, that's not impressive. And twenty-four maybe, appearances.
2: Uh, let me see. I think Mason Mounts. Oh, okay. Oh, Jack Grealish actually has ten assists, even though he's out.
1: That's what I'm telling you. Jack Grealish is like he has incredible numbers, despite the fact that he's missed all these games. Like, could not even the reason be I'm not,
2: yeah, the reason I'm not I'm, like I'm hesitant to add Jack, Jack Grealish is because I feel like Macy Man has been around the whole season. You know, he's actually been performing the whole season. You know, he's been consistent. He's not been injured. Um, he's in like what do you call it? Um, the Champions League final. He's in the FA Cup final. Mm-hmm. You have to give him that. You have to give Jack Grealish, um, Macy Mount
1: that. That's not including him over Jack relish Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mandem, you have, uh, what's your three in Mayfield? Um,
0: so, definitely Bruno, definitely Gundo. And uh, even though their team is not doing so well right now, I think I cannot ignore Son all season. My third person will be Son.
1: Son Humink from
0: Finland. Yep. yep.
1: So I definitely think he's he's worth considering. Um, I was thinking more of like a four-three-three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I, would, I would
1: think of Son more as like a winger. Yeah. Or you, you want to you, put Son anyway, just because you
0: wanted to consider somebody else that was a winger, right? Who? When you when he when he think about it, sometimes he he plays through the middle. So. It all depends. Are you trying to put him as an attacker outright or are you trying to put him as a, an attacking midfielder? How do you want to put it?
2: I think Son generally is a forward. I don't think he's
0: really like a midfielder. What is he considered? I mean, I don't want to use FBL, but what is he mainly considered as? He's considered as like a midfielder, right? <laughs>
1: I don't I don't think so. I mean, Would I don't you, want to fuck yeah, down on this but I don't yeah. think Son is a midfielder. Like Son yeah. is
3: definitely
1: He's a winger. Like I mean, of course, but these days wingers are But really then considered. I told you, but I then mean, you had
0: like Salah to like a that, that, for, example, for example, you know, Salah. you had just wanted to consider a winger as
2: as a as a midfielder, right? Would you consider Salah, for example, as a midfielder?
3: Or Greenwood?
2: Yeah, or even uh it's It's one of those. They're just forwards. They're not really midfielders. Uh, whichever
0: way you look at it what I'm trying to say is that I get what you're he, just, say yeah. he just legit wanted to consider someone as a midfielder but well if you don't want to put him in that category then I would go for Bruno Gundo and yeah I've seen Mount I've seen all those people but I don't know I'd rather I'd rather pick Maris he's scored he's done big things in big games Maris is one of those players <laughs>
1: That <laughs> wasn't I, I was like, I mean, it like we're just. Yeah. Up. So I understand. Basically, it sounds like it's hard to come up with a third midfielder. So maybe we don't have to have three midfielders. I mean. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm just not.
0: I'm just not drawn towards the other names that are over there. Yeah. I feel like in any case, there may be Grillish because Grilish, given the stats that he has and a number of games that he's missed out on, and he's still out there. He kind of deserves it. Those are some of the things Mm. you look at. Yeah. If you say that, okay, if he's doing this in every three games, in every three games that he has missed, he could have done the same, you know? So Mm. if we want to stick to that little box of midfield just like that, then it will be Bruno, Gundo and then Grealish. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fair enough. So what I'm going to write down is Gundogan for sure, Bruno for sure, and then... The third spot is between Grillish, Mount, Conte, and, you know, we'll figure out a way to figure out who should be on the team <laughs> in the
2: future. Honestly, I feel like Suchek should even come before Kante. Like, for real. But, I
1: wouldn't disagree with you. Suchek had a kind of massive season. Like, it yeah. was closer for fun at one point. Mm-hmm.
0: But, okay. yeah.
1: Any other any other names? I know I kind of rattled off a bunch of names. or anyone one else that, you know, maybe they wouldn't make the team, but just you want to shout out that had a really good season in midfield.
2: Oh, uh, you can make a case for... But then again, he's one of those players too, like Rafinha. But he's one of those players. Yeah, I wouldn't I
1: mean,
2: have him in that yeah, yeah. Ward Proust also had a really good season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he had a, definitely had a good season. Pereira from West Brom. Yes, yes, he, he had a good
1: season.
2: Yeah, he also, he also had a really good season. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bunch of... Oh, the, your guy, what's his name? Um, uh, Anguiza.
1: Anguissa, of course. Yeah. One, I said his name, so of course, Anguissa. It's so a lot- mm-hmm. You're kind of leading me to the next thing I want us to talk about real quick. Um, at this point, we know the three teams that are being relegated. We know it's Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield, United. Um, this season, especially, I feel like a lot of the smart teams were able to pick up some players from the championship or from relegated squads. Um, and I just real quick want to do a quick exercise. Um to figure out what players from the relegated teams deserve to stay up with a new team um, and you just mentioned a couple of them, right so if we look at Fulham for example, Anguisa you mentioned mm-hmm. um, George, I'll start with you what team do you think would benefit the most from him or like should be looking at him as we need him
2: uh, Anguisa, he seems more like uh, he seems more like I don't know like a Newcastle type player or even Everton like a Newcastle slash yeah, like I was one of those yeah one of those teams even or uh, Aston Villa Aston Villa he, he 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 he'd be massive in Aston Villa hmm. you know it's, it just seems like one of those teams
1: they So should, just like a mid-table team is kind yeah. of the right fit for him yeah 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 okay yeah no no I mean I think I like the Aston Villa suggestion because they need midfielders they mm-hmm. they lack a little bit there and mm-hmm. he would definitely fit in well um, mm-hmm. Let me see. What was on my list? Rookie, I'll come to you. I, did Malala, come on. I don't believe he's a full-hand player. I'm not sure. I should actually research this. I want to say he was just on loan this season. But if you had to pick a new team for him, for his agent, what team would you be calling?
3: Mm, that's rough. Um...
1: Mm. Or do you just think he's a championship player and he should, <laughs> you should play a season there?
3: I, honestly, I can't really think of a team that he's getting into.
2: I feel like he can get into Crystal Palace. You know, they have a lot of those type of players.
3: Yeah, so they have a lot of those type of players. Yeah, so
2: he's he's, going to fit in perfectly, you know. They just just need more depth.
3: (laughs) I, I don't know who he's coming in for at Crystal Palace.
0: Uh, Man, he he doesn't really have to come in for anyone, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're an agent, push him there so he can fight for his place. I I think, should... You
2: know, you know what team will be good for him?
0: Go ahead. Arsenal.
2: I feel like Arsenal needs to go to the other relegated <laughs> team and pick <laughs> oh out. my gosh. That is shade,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it sounds like a joke, but he's not so much like, There's no reason he couldn't play for Arsenal. Like, who's in the Arsenal team that's undroppable? Of course, Saka is probably not going to lose his place. Everyone
3: else is, I mean... Everyone else is up, please. Fair game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I think the perfect team for him, actually, I've been been looking at the table, and it has to be Brighton. Brighton would be a perfect team. They could use some more speed, and they play good football. He would actually enjoy playing there. Mm. I
3: would actually... You know who I would put on the Brighton team? Who? Pereira from West Brom. Oh, okay.
1: yeah, I mean, he would definitely fit in there.
2: Yeah, that's Brian
3: yeah, he fits their style of play.
2: You know yeah. where I? I feel like the Pereira guy will actually fit in perfectly in Leeds. I was I was talking to one yeah. friend about this. Like they need like
0: that calm. They need that. That sounds. Guy. That sounds dope. For yeah, Pereira, need, that sounds dope. He's a player yeah. I don't want to see go out. He would definitely deep,
3: elevate
0: Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, they need. Yeah, they
2: need that guy. That calm. 'Cause Dallas and Friends are playing that position.
3: <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> you said Dallas and Friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dallas um, cool. let me see. The only other players I have here, I have two goalkeepers, Sam Johnstone and Ramsdale. I don't know if you guys care about them or rate them at all.
2: Ariola. Ariela is also a good goalkeeper.
1: Ariola. Do they owe him or is he on loan? I feel like I can't even remember. I don't it's funny enough, I don't really rate Ariola that much, but maybe that's just, you know.
2: Some hates. Wait, is he still like a Madrid some player, hate.
1: or? uh that's why I can't remember. Actually, uh, he might be, but he's he's not like a top level goalkeeper. He's just okay. He's
3: on yeah. loan yeah, from PSG.
1: A, uh he has a World Cup, so hey, put some respect on his name. Yeah, I mean that's why there's way more to the world of football and analysis than just trophies, right? <laughs> yeah. You could win a trophy and be a bad team, you know, yeah. like Barcelona. Arsenal.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this.
1: No, definitely don't don't do this with us. It's not gonna work out. Um How is it not gonna
0: work <laughs> okay, A
1: couple of a couple of big big news that kind of you know, came out today or rumors, I should say, maybe not news. Um the biggest one I think is Harry Kane potentially has supposedly has gone to the Tottenham executives and told him that he wants to leave this summer. Um, Mandem, I'm going to start with you. I feel like we've talked about Harry Kane so much. Is he world class? I want him been... right now.
0: I want him right now in my team. Oh wow! Already wow. oh,
3: then? Yeah.
0: Right, <laughs> no. Let's go right
1: now. I can't wait.
0: I Let's go because I don't think any team right now, like whatever attacker you have, I don't think any team that can afford Kane mm-hmm. will just pass up that uh, opportunity when like Kane agrees, like. A personal time with them, like that guy is is one of the best strikers right now in the game. And at this point that he's in, like when he gets to a team where the structures are in place, the hunger is there. I think he will do so well. Like I need Kane on on my team. Like right now, I've said it already. I said it. I keep saying it that if he is willing to play in England, the only team I see more attractive and have that purchasing power over united will be city Um, because i mean yeah it's city but the point too is that when it comes to english players right despite the money and everything they have this low-key affiliations they have within themselves the culture and everything that they are more lean towards certain clubs like they have this strong culture that parent might not even agree for a player to join a certain club, and it matters. Someone will say, like, what What? what does it matter if the dad or the mom says, no, you, you shouldn't play for this club because they are grown-ass people. But it matters to some extent because of how the British culture is. So that's the only thing I'll look at. I don't know where he'll be laying towards more, but if we can put an offer on the table for that guy, I don't think we should think twice. Like, United need to snatch him up right now because at the end of the day, um, the only time we've seen... Pep used a striker as much as he should was Aguero and he's not so big on, you know, an outright striker like that. So if he wants to look at that, then he should come to United because we need a striker, you know?
1: Yes. I mean, I know you're trying to win the case, but I (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Pep refuses to use strikers. Um, Actually, Ruki, I want to ask you, if he comes to United, let's just, you know, let's play out the scenario. How do you think he would fit in with someone like Bruno? I feel like, that style of play, like I feel like United descended around Bruno. Everything Bruno, Harry Kane, we've seen everything is centered around him. Do you think they can coexist, and do you think there would be like a transitional period, or would they just hit the ground running because it's football?
3: I think that they would hit the ground running. You know, I think that the reason why everything is centered around Bruno is because he's probably the most consistent out of. Our players, Um, and I think that he has the biggest personality, so it definitely comes off as if everything is centered around him. But when you actually listen to Bruno, he's very much about the team. So I definitely think that I don't see there being an issue if Kane were to come in. I actually think that they would kind of feed off of each other, Um, especially knowing that Kane, you know, at this point in his career. He wants to win trophies. Obviously, we all know that he's world class um, and there's no question about what he brings to the table, but he doesn't have any trophies to back that up. So I think that they both have a hunger for trophies. And Like I said, with Bruno, um, that's what he's always talking about. And he just wants the team to succeed. Um, It can come off as if, you know it's a very Bruno centric team to an extent, but um, him as a person from the interviews that I have listened to and watched, um, obviously he, he, he sets goals for himself, but at the end of the day, he's there to help the team succeed. He wants the team to thrive. And he knows that in order to kind of cement yourself as some sort of legend or what have you, um you know trophies have to come as well. So I think that they actually have the same kind of vision at this point in their careers.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: I disagree. <laughs> I That's disagree with no, nah, I disagree with Kane going to United because uh, <laughs> No, I do. I really do. Because I'm like, he's leaving Spurs to win trophies. I think I said this in the chat. I've said this before too. He's leaving Spurs to win trophies, right? You know, I feel like United is that is a team that is going through that. They're still going through a transi- transitional phase, believe it or not. Even though they are second in uh, the league and the, and the Europa League. Uh,
3: but did, who denied that they are in a transitional phase? I don't think anyone denied that.
2: Exactly. So my basically my point is, why would you leave a team like Spurs and go to a team like United? Where you're not really guaranteed trophies. And that's all he wants. He wants trophies. Right. So it only makes sense for him to go to a team like Manchester City. That's the only team that makes sense to me. Why would you go to a team like United?
0: You, you just know? want him to go to your
2: consolation team, right? <laughs> no, I mean, even if, but regardless of that, I just feel like Man City is his best option, not United. Like, he if he really doesn't even wants, really
3: fit City's style of play. <laughs>
2: like, who said he will fit? Like the guy is actually he can actually pass, right? The, the basics of playing for uh, Manchester City is you should be able to pass. And King can do that very well. right? And he can score. And he's tall. So like that's a, a whole new outlet. Like They don't have to keep playing on the ground anymore. They can also cross now. So I just feel like it will, he'll be a perfect fit for Manchester City. And I think that's where it's actually going to end up. Now United.
1: So, George, I want to ask you because I do think that you make some good points in terms of he's leaving to win trophies. Man City is the biggest choice in England. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the story is that he wants to stay in England. So mm-hmm. I would expect that Man City would be, like, number one and number two in his list. They need a striker. How big of a, how big of, and they need a striker, exactly. How big of a blow do you think it would be to Manchester City's reputation um, if they were unable to get him? Because I would think – Man City's trying to be, like, the Bayern, the Real Barcelona of England, right? They're trying to dominate, like, long term. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. part of that domination is you have to be able to pick off whoever you want from your rivals, mm. generally speaking. If they can't pick up Harry Kane, like, do you think it's... I mean, obviously not a blow because they're they're going to be fine. But the, would it just kind of show that they're obviously not at that status yet?
2: I mean, it would not... I don't think it would make that much of a difference, honestly. I feel like it, it, it would not even. Cement like any status, even if they don't get him, it would not do anything. I feel like they could they still go into the market and find you know a capable striker. Remember, Highland mm-hmm. is also in the market, so mm-hmm. they could find a capable striker just to come in and fit in. But yeah, like I don't think it will make a difference. I really don't think, even if Kane does not sign for Man City, I, I highly doubt it will make a difference, you know, because they had a chance to sign Alexis Sanchez, right? And they allowed him to go to United.
1: But I think that's a different. Mm-hmm. As much as Sanchez was rated very highly at that point, I feel like Kane is seen in a different light, especially him being English as well. Like he's, you know, mm. pretty the, the number one player if you were trying to get like a, an attacking player of English descent at the moment. No.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see you. I don't see how it's gonna like hinder anything. I really don't see it. I feel like regardless of what happens, Manchester City is going to remain Manchester City. It is not even about his status at that point, because now when you, let's say King decides to go to United and not Manchester City, and the, he's at United and still doesn't win trophies at United, you know, like what have you like, you know, what's the point, you know? So yeah. I have
0: a question for you, Pep. You don't, you don't think that, uh, you saying that he needs to, you know, go to City because he wants to win trophies, right? Mm-hmm. Now. If you're going somewhere to win trophies, you also have to keep in mind that you're going over there to pull your weight, you know, bring your influence to the team to help win trophies, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't think that Kane joining United will pull United in a position to win trophies next season? It's a gamble. Like, it's it's a gamble. I think
2: Kane is going to decide that. (laughs) Because, like, I mean, you could could decide to go to United, right? You could decide to go to United and, what do you call it, um...
0: That's just a question. I'm not trying to say
2: know, know anything. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I'm saying it's, it's just a gamble because next season you don't even know how you know stuff is gonna uh, shape up. Liverpool is probably gonna you know might or might not right. Chelsea might or might not. So you already have like people already trying to get uh, the, the 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 lead title. So it's not like it's a gumbo that he's gonna have to take if he decides to go to United. It's not guaranteed that he go to United and then all of a sudden,
0: like, you know, you know, yourself. Again, and... I'm saying it's not guaranteed, but I'm just asking you don't think he can influence the team too. You don't think he's much of a, a huge signing, huge player that he can make a huge difference in United for them to win uh you know, win a trophy? Because I think that the signing of Bruno alone has changed so many things in United. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that King can be that add-on to make things go to the point where United can win a major trophy next season?
2: I feel like United, they need to strengthen in like a, a bunch of areas, right? The midfield... uh I mean, the obviously. Yeah, so I'm saying like you cannot win a trophy if the team is not that strong. I think,
1: I think yeah. what George is saying is not that Hurricane Kane mm-hmm. is not going to help the team. Of course he's going to help the team. But he's saying that Hurricane Kane alone doesn't come to United, and then all of a sudden United is winning the league. He doesn't think it'll be that easy. If he goes to City, I mean, I would agree Mm -hmm. that it would probably be an easier chance at winning trophies. If you just want trophies, if you go to Manchester City as Harry Kane, you're almost guaranteed to get at least one, if not two or three, Mm -hmm. just based on the fact that he's entered that team. So, you know, it, it just depends on how he sees it. Like we said, it depends on what he wants and how much of a challenge he's looking for. United would be more of a challenge, but maybe more rewarding. Um, Rookie, nobody really um, mentioned Chelsea. I don't know if Scott don't want him to go to Chelsea, but Chelsea (laughs) is seemingly looking for a striker every season. They don't like Tom Abraham. They're undecided about Timo Werner. Oliver Giroud is old and I'm sure will be leaving very, very soon. Um, If you're Chelsea or if you're Harry Kane, either party, wouldn't that be a perfect marriage? Chelsea has shown that they're willing to spend money. I would expect them to spend more money this summer. Why wouldn't Harry Kane want to go there?
3: Um, To be honest, I don't really see Kane going to a London club. I just feel like he's one of those guys who's super, like, you know. Mm. Out
1: of he's, respect. He's a,
3: yeah. He's just, he's that kind of guy if you, you know, um, listen to what he's about. And number two, I just... I really don't see him fitting into Chelsea's system at all. Um but I can definitely see Chelsea going for him because um they have a lot of issues when it comes to strikers. Um I I, just, I don't see it I'm, and that's not me saying that there's no chance that he would go to Chelsea. I just I I don't see it. I don't see it.
1: Okay, okay. Um, and they seem that to that really problem.
3: think they're getting Haaland, too. So, I think they're going to go more all... I think they're they're going to go all out for Haaland rather than Kane. I feel I like mean, that's just...
1: Yeah, I think that would be a good decision if it was Chelsea. I mean, go yeah. for the younger player.
3: Exactly. But. Okay. Wait, you um, guys
2: actually think Chelsea will sign Haaland?
1: No, I don't think they're going to sign him. But I'm
2: saying no. if they're going <laughs> to <choose one> <laughs> they're the
3: gonna other, go like, for him, I choice. don't think... They're no, not. They're not going to sign him. Haaland is not going there to Chelsea. Never know, but...
1: man. They can get Holland. They have money.
3: That's
1: all
3: mm. it takes. I I don't think Holland wants to come to the EPL. To be honest.
1: Oh, why would you say that? I don't think he has any issue with the EPL.
2: Rookies reading those like uh, reports with where you're saying Haaland is buying, You know, has bought a house in Spain and. Oh, (laughs) no,
3: I actually, I haven't read any of those. I just feel like he wants to go to, you know, honestly, I think he's going to end up at Madrid so long as Madrid has the money.
2: Wow. No, not even Barcelona, but Madrid. Do you think Madrid is going to be able to afford Mbappe and (laughs) Holland? Anyways.
1: uh...
3: (laughs) Affording and getting are two different things.
1: Mm, okay. We'll see. Yo, PSG got Neymar and Mbappe, and we still don't know. So you know, <laughs> anything is possible. Um, there, there's, a, there's really only one really big game. That's not true. There's a couple games that matter, um, in terms of top four, top six implications. But I think the biggest one is Chelsea versus Leicester City. Um, they currently sit right next to each other at three and four. Um, big implications because. Chelsea have Liverpool breathing down their neck. They really can't afford to drop points. Leicester's in the same boat. If they drop points, they might be caught. Um, Mandem, I'll start with you. What would you expect in this game? How important is it for both teams to, you know, basically win or not drop points and qualify for Champions League?
0: Yeah, so this is what I'm going to look at. When, when you look at Uh, Leicester and Chelsea. I'm going to take out that game and then I'm going to go back to look at their last games, right? Chelsea is playing Uh Aston Villa, you know, away and Leicester is hosting Spurs in final day, right? Game Game week 38. Now, the probability for Chelsea um, triumph over Aston Villa is higher than Leicester over Spurs. You know, because Spurs will be looking at maybe Europa if they can. Yeah, or
1: even top four if they're lucky enough. Exactly.
0: So this game between Chelsea and Leicester is like, well, it's a decider, but Leicester needs it more than Chelsea if we are just basing off of the the last fixture. But then it's soccer again. Anything could happen. I feel like Chelsea has an edge over Leicester because Leicester should have put themselves in a position where they wouldn't be fighting this in the last moment. They were way ahead, you know? And then they kept dropping points. They kept dropping points. And Chelsea yeah. try to catch up, try to catch up. So Chelsea has that momentum going for them. Um, I don't think they're going to be complacent that, oh, we might win the Champions League to end our spot. So I feel like Chelsea is going to come out guns blazing. And if Leicester is not able to contain that um, compact team that Chelsea is having right now, I feel like Chelsea will make it above Leicester just based off of the last fixture, like the final fixture. It might go down to that. So, in uh, in in, in, in my little any... analysis, I feel like Chelsea will edge over Leicester at the end. So,
1: you expect Chelsea to win this game?
0: Come on. I expect Chelsea to win this game. Like, I expect Chelsea to go out there and just kill it. Because, okay. yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, put yourself in a position where you know that that final game, you have a better chance than trying to scrape through on the final day, right? So make it more difficult for Leicester, like win this game and you guys are going into the, the final game and see how it plays out. So yeah, I think that Chelsea needs to win and they're going to win.
1: Okay. Um, we Before the FA Cup final, we actually talked about this exact same matchup, right? Um, and, you know, we predicted different things. Leicester end up winning, up, end up winning the game. Rookie, I'm going to ask you, do you think that has any bearing on this game? Do you think that... Leicester comes into it confident that, yo, we can beat you guys. We have no issues beating you. We can keep you from scoring. We just have to do it again. Because for Leicester, they don't have to win for the most part. They just have to not lose. I mean, of course, a win is the best result for them, but they just need to not lose more than anything.
3: Um, I think Leicester only needs a draw out of this game and then to win the following game. Um... I think that mentality-wise going into it, Leicester is definitely um, going to be feeling a lot more confident than they would have had they lost the FA Cup final. Mm. But I also think that um, Tuchel's the kind of manager where he's going to try and switch things up to avoid another loss. So, um, honestly, I'm interested... to see what tomorrow's game is going to look like. I I kind of see Chelsea winning it, unfortunately. But.
1: Okay. Uh, George, what do you think Leicester has to do? Because it seems like everyone is on Chelsea. Chelsea's winning, Chelsea's winning, Chelsea's winning. What does Leicester have to do to make sure that they don't lose this game? Like Rookie kind of alluded to, at the very least, they need a draw. If they get a draw, they're in a pretty good position. I mean, like Mandem also said, they have a tough game to finish the season. But if they get a draw, things are still in their hands. Mm-hmm. A loss would be bad, depending on what Liverpool does. So, if you're Leicester or if you're, you know, if you're uh, Brandon Rogers, what do you need to do to make sure you do not lose to Chelsea?
2: I think um, that game will possibly be like a draw. It will be like a tie. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chelsea's winning that game. Um, more so because I think, like, Leicester was in this situation, right? This is me basically backing Rogers. that, hey, I'm backing you now, right? I In a previous episode, I said he didn't have the mentality, but now I'm like, okay, I'm giving you a second chance, right? Proof he's won me. a trophy, so he's changed your mind. Yeah, he's won a trophy, exactly. That's one. And <laughs> now, prove to me that, you know, you can actually, like, you know, finish in the top four. Because the whole season, you've been in the top four. Why mm-hmm. would you like two consecutive seasons, miss out of miss out on the top four, and you know, so I feel like he should, right? He should, and I'm praying he, he he actually like you know um you know mentally prepare the players to like actually finish in top four, right? So that's why I think this game, even if like the thing too is that even if Leicester loses this game, I have a feeling Liverpool is gonna drop points before the end of the season. I just have that feeling. Like against a team like Burnley, I feel like. You can see like Sean Dyke, you know, just tell you know, the Ian Club has this beef. You can see Sean Dyke just go and go then just frustrates them. Like I can see that happening. So I feel like even regardless of what happened, I see Liverpool dropping points. But I just just to be safe, I just think Leicester might end up during, tying this game and and then like, you know, seeking that to four to four finish.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think if Liverpool drops any points, especially to Burnley, like they have Burnley, they have Crystal Palace. If they drop any points, they clearly don't deserve to get to Champions League, and Mm. I would be surprised. I think Liverpool is going to—they're going to find a way. We just saw them find a way to get points. They—they're going to find a way because that's all they have left. Um, Real quick, random question—I just thought about it. But who would you rather play if if you're? a team like Liverpool or a team like Chelsea, these teams that are trying to provide for Champions League spots or Europa League sports, would you rather play a team that's relegated or a team that's
0: mid-table that can't really go up or down? I would rather play a mid-table team. Cause this really get a size, bro. With the kind of fight they put up in the last minute, it's it's crazy. They just wanna give something to their fans. They just want mm-hmm. some sort of redemption. There was some sort of consolation. They want to exit on a higher note. They would play blood. Like they just want to ruin your plans. They want to be the guys that stop you from making that step or, you know, achieving that for you at the end of the season. So that becomes their trophy. Making sure that Liverpool or Chelsea or Leicester didn't make it, that's their trophy. So I would rather play a mid table team that has nothing to really, you know, play for or lose like
2: that, you know? The thing about the EPL that, I'll say, right? One thing I'll say is like, even, I feel like it's in every other league, right? In games like this towards the end, you cannot really feel like, oh, nah, this is the easier fixture. Because like, Mandem was saying, I, Man City, well, Man City, Man City, was, was it Sunderland that they were supposed to beat to win the league, right? 2012. And Sunderland was fighting for relegation. They were fighting to just stay up. You know? It's one of those games. And I just feel like Although, like, you know, th- I would rather prefer to play, um, what do you call it, those relegated teams, even though they'll put a fight, but those mid-table teams, they have nothing to play for. I feel like they're just going to come and just frustrate you for no reason, right? I <laughs> 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 That's how I feel, like, the Burnleys, and, like, Burnley knows they're staying up, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we just go and tell them that, hey, guys, listen, you remember all the times that club has told you that we don't play football, how like, we do? That's frustrating, like stuff like that. I see, I see that, I see that happening, and I'm like, yeah, I rather play like Spurs or like you know, because those ones, you're yeah, like, yeah, you know, you can, you, you can, but those guys, those guys that have nothing to play for, it's like, yeah, they're just gonna come in the game and just their whole purpose is just to frustrate you. That's basically <laughs> it. But yeah, Monday was Monday was right on that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. So let's real quick, let's do predictions of this game. And move on to one last thing, I think. Oh, guys, I'm moving through this things I told you we are going to have a short episode. All right, Rookie, I'm ready for you. What's the prediction? Chelsea, Leicester, give me a score. 2-1,
3: Chelsea. 2-1,
1: Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> I
3: don't
1: know. George-
0: <laughs> i was gonna i'm like okay all right cool <laughs> i was
3: like what kind of intermission is
1: happening oh, uh nanda what do you think the score is gonna be
0: uh yeah that game i feel like goals are gonna happen so i would go for a 3-2 chelsea wow i would be very surprised you if Chelsea
3: scoring game. three goals
0: <laughs> wow. i mean that's my prediction
3: Okay. So we'll see how it
0: plays out, right?
3: Yeah, we'll see that. Mm-hmm. All ah,
1: right, George, what do you think? Score,
2: what do you think? Oh, I'm looking like I'm looking at um a one-one, a one-one game. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think you're you're actually pretty pretty much correct. I agree with you. Don't uh, be mad.
2: Just stop. Just stop.
1: Just stop. <laughs> it's to be a yeah. lesser Cannot not lose this game. And I think rookie is spot on. You know, I, I think I was the first to observe this. So I'll take credit. But Chelsea do not score. So people are expecting them to score goals. I mean, it's, it's weird. They don't score goals. They just defend. Um. Oh, one, one last thing I want us to talk about, actually, before we get to our burst of the week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, We had news or rumors that Trent is not going to make the English squad. Um, It's been kind of circulated for a while, but it seems because it's getting closer, it's becoming potentially more real. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Do you guys think that this is some kind of travesty and he should be on the team? Or is it pretty much, you know, the right decision by South
3: I'm confused as to why so many people are in uproar about it, to be honest. um. Mm. I don't have anything against Trent. I just, the people that it seems will be um, named ahead of him, I don't really have an issue with because, and, you know, I know that we have this discussion a lot, especially about the modern game. The defense of Trent is always, oh, but he's so good going forward. At the end of the day, a right back is a defense a defender that is a defensive role so that's great that he offers so much going forward but you need to be able to defend and you know if we're going with the names that were mentioned they are able to defend better than Trent and they're not bad going forward so i don't know i i really don't understand this uproar i don't think it's a travesty um, yeah, I don't know. It sucks to be Trent.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see any, like, Wiki's right. I don't see anything wrong with it, right? Like, the only, I've, I've watched, I've watched Trent. I watched Trent with uh, Winfred, right? And you you guys know how Winfred feels about Trent. <laughs> so I'm able to see, like, I'm able to see all, like, you know, all the all problems in his game, all the faults in his game. Every single time right. a guy gives a ball, he launches it. I'm forced to actually watch him. Sure, yeah, because I'm like, I don't like when someone is hating on someone, I just want to see. I just want to see, you know, why you're doing this. You know, just I just want to see. If it's something.
3: actually hate or yeah, if, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. So anytime I watch a guy, he's always launching the ball for it. He doesn't even he barely gives uh short passes. Barely. Every single time looking up uh, um looking up the field to give that pass. And um when well, you guys saw what happened when the season started when he couldn't even cross the ball when you know he couldn't cross.
0: The ball <laughs>
2: defend, you know. So like what if they take you to the uh what do you call it? To, to 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 the Euros and you cannot cross and you cannot defend. You go through that drive right. dry spell, then what's the, what's your point in the game? At least if you can't right. attack, try to defend. You know.
3: But he can not do that. So.
2: Yeah, he can do that. So I'm like the players have mentioned they're way better than him. Reese James, he's solid right he's solid defensively he's solid um attacking or well, his his eye attacking right <laughs> he's bad yeah. attacking that's what you say Well, he's he's okay he's okay like come on he's both 20 he's better
3: 21. than juan bassaka at attacking i'll give him i'll give James that
2: yeah uh trippier trippier is about to win la liga like you don't just get up like english I'm, i don't even think he can speak uh spanish but he's about to win la liga You feel me so like the guys you're mentioning, I'm not, I'm not upset. You know, those guys, I feel like, uh, they have the notch over, um, Trent. So I'm not really upset. I'm like, okay, fine. Like Trent is not making it. You're not gonna lose that much. If you want, if yeah. it's process you want, you have like players in the team who can actually cross. You know, you have, uh, Trippier can cross. Trippier is pretty good. You know, he can <laughs> actually, yeah, he can actually whip the ball. So that's what you're looking for. Trippier can give you that. Um, who else? Uh.
1: Uh yeah. yeah, they don't need that many. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't expect them to pick more than like two right backs,
3: right. Um,
1: maybe three. But I think the assumption is from everything I've seen and read is that they're picking two, which is why he's being like I think if they pick three, he'd probably be in the team. But you know, it seems like he's just missing that cut. Um, since you guys are in agreement, no. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. But man, what about the argument that you need? a different type of player, right? Like, if you're picking a squad for a tournament, like, yes...
0: So, that was what I was going to...
1: Doesn't
3: have to... Go
0: ahead. That's what I was going to address. So, you see, um, every player has their strength, every coach has their tactics, and every manager have what works for them, right? If you're mm-hmm. going to a tournament where you feel like it's a tournament and they're setting games that you just have to kill it, you have to either win it or you, you get out, right? Now, in mm-hmm. a situation where, let's say... You know you're in a an extra time game, and you need to attack more. And you feel like, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice my fullbacks to become wingbacks and play a solid three, um, three back. You're looking at Trent offering you a more of a, an attacking uh, support as compared to all other names that we mentioned. Yes, we uh, James can can do something going forward, but we've already established that fact that this is where Trent is good at, is, is good at right? So if he offers that, are you going to balance it where you have someone that is solid at the defense and then have Trent to be that secondary that when it comes to a situation where you need that extra attacker who is a wingback or that extra attacker that is defensively not too good but can offer a lot if you guys are pushing up? Do you want something like that? Do you want that variety? Or you just want to have two defenders that are average going forward? Or you want to have one good defender and one that is pretty good going forward? So you got to wait. And I, I feel like it, it goes back into the manager's plan to you know know what he wants to go, go with, know what tactics he wants to deploy, know what okay. he wants to do as a backup plan. So in some instances, some coaches will take him like first pick, because they'll be like, yeah, this is the guy that if I want to inject more, this is the guy I want to put on. you know. But another coach would be like, nah, I want a decent, compact team, and this is how I want to play. So it all depends. I feel like Trent shouldn't be put to the point where people feel like he doesn't deserve to be on the team at all. I feel like, yes, he can actually make the cut. But it depends on what tactics and mentality that the manager is looking out for. That's just how it is. Nah, mm-hmm. but
2: the, the crazy thing is that um, what you call it? Didn't they extend the number of players? That you yeah, I the think deal? they make
0: it twenty eight.
2: Yeah, so I'm like, yo, how who where like you know who is gonna make the cut if Trent is not like make the cut, you know? Like who else is gonna like? Cause they extended it, so um. I mean, they, exactly. They, That's England why I feel like he be,
0: can bring that differential, you know.
1: Yeah, England actually has a lot of right backs. Um, I don't know that there's two or three better than Trent, in my opinion. But they do have a lot of options at right back. Um, last question, real quick, I'll ask you this question. Um, it seems like Trent is being left out. If he is indeed being left out, uh, more so because of form, right? Because he's not like he's not having the season when he had mad assists and he was, you know, he was hot stuff, hot kicks in the streets. <laughs> if you're if you're picking a team for a tournament like this type of a tournament. How much is form how much is form come into play, right? Like you have a player that's struggling, but like he's who he is in general. Or do you think that form should matter a lot?
3: I think form matters a lot, especially in this season where we kind of just went from one season into the next. Um, mm. and we're going straight into the Euros. So we don't really have time to be nurturing you to an extent because the euro starts i think the june 11th so there's only really a two and a half week period before that starts um if your form hasn't been good all season what what's to tell me that in two weeks you're going to be good to go you're pro. Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten you're not going to Um, so I, I think the form is incredibly important because you need someone who even feels confident in the team. You need a team with people who know that they're on their A game. Um, because as we know with tournaments, it's about that specific match. It, it's so quick. This isn't a league season, so you don't have time to kind of figure it out as you go along. You need to have the strongest team possible and yeah that's form form matters incredibly in this kind of scenario mm. Mm. okay
1: i'm i'm gonna let you have that word i actually have a lot more that i want to say but you know what say it no 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 i just i, I think that you're absolutely I think right
3: you just agree. Form, oh
1: <laughs> form matters but if i'm picking a team for a tournament I'm going to obviously try to find a balance, but I'm going to lean more on class than form because that form is not in my team with my set of players. So why am I going to rely so heavily on it? Right? Like it's the reason that for England, when Patrick Bamford was scoring goals, he doesn't necessarily make it into the English squad just because of that, because what does it matter? He's not going to play in Bielsa's system. He's not going to play with Jack Harrison and Rafinha. He's going to play with a whole bunch of different players. I don't know. I agree.
3: That to say. But in the yeah. case of Trent, in the case of Trent, this has been a season-long issue. This isn't just oh, it's been happening over the past month, two months. It's been a season-long issue in regards to his form. And on top of that, I think the fact that he didn't get picked during the last international breaks said a lot. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to stop there. I don't no, want to make it seem Ricky, like I'm 100%. picking on, I, you know.
0: I feel like form is form matters a lot, especially it's, it's a tournament, man. We are going in, going up. Like, you don't have time to go over there, find your feet, and then we go. No, we are going in, boots on the ground, it's game on, you know. So if you're now going to warm up to the squad, you're now going to find your feet, you're now going to find your balance, and stuff like that, it kind of, you know, would make sense to pick up somebody that's, that's already, you know, he some good form. So, yes, you can definitely make a case about Bamford. But then again, look at the guys that are up there for England when you're talking about Bamford, you know. So with Trent, yeah, of course, when it comes to form, he he's really not having it. That's why he, like Rookie said, he didn't make the last card recently. So I would definitely go for form in that regard, you know. Okay, okay. Fair enough. George,
1: I'm going to bring you in here to um, give us a bus of the Week. I hope you're prepared. Uh, so, yeah, I'm prepared now. <laughs> oh, wow. <Yeah>. wow. <laughs>
2: <just> nah. <laughs> so, the bus of the Week, man, I have to apologize to the viewers because i I'm not really be updating you guys on who the bus of the Week is. and You know, I have to take, like, a quick sabbatical from the chat and all that, but, <laughs> like, yeah, I think I'm back. I'm just going to go through from the last the last time I updated the, the group chat. And I'm just going to put in everyone's name, you know, who was bust just to finish the season. But for this game week, the bust of the week, he had 11 points. Oh. I feel like this season, people just got up and decided to break a record. It's like, pe- people, that, that was the bar. <laughs> people were like, "Yo, I'm going to break this record. I'll break this record. Because this guy had 11 points. And he'll come on here and tell you that he thinks Chelsea's going to win uh, the Champions League.
3: You, know? oh. you, guys, you guys have an idea
0: of
3: what we're talking We're going to
2: play a game. It's a guessing game, right? You're going to guess who you think this person is. So, Mandem, I'm going to come to you. Who do you think this person is? He's a Chelsea give fan. Give me two names. He's Nigerian. Give me two names. He's a Chelsea
0: fan and he's Nigerian. Just
1: give me There's two only
3: names. two names that you should think about. I got it. I know <laughs> who it is.
0: Just give me two names, man. Like, these guys, I don't really concentrate on their teams so much. So, just give me two names. Can oh, I go? Yeah. Ricky, 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 go. Okay, cool.
3: I'm going to go with Abe.
2: Abe. And Whoa. Umu. <laughs> <as well. laughs> okay. popo, popo, who do you, you think Who do you think
1: oh it's obviously victor mm-hmm. and i'm so happy to see him struggling in fpl <laughs> i remember at the beginning of the season he said he was going to focus on fpl this season he was going to do this so you know how victor talks now Just, nice. hey, he so who was it
3: stuff,
2: man. <laughs> popo is right mandem popo is right oh. um the boss of the week is vic
0: you know, Vic doesn't really talk a lot, so I didn't even think about him at Well, all. he
2: says this every single time on pro. Like, he always says, you want to. Yeah, I know,
0: so, but man. when it comes to, like, the actual, you know, uh, the actual group chat, he doesn't say too much. So, mm. uh, he's not the type he's that been would talking come a lot full-on lately. soccer conversation. Yeah, because Chelsea was
2: winning, yeah, right? Yeah, he's been uh, talking over,
3: a lot lately. Uh, yeah.
0: Chelsea was winning, all all of a sudden the Chelsea got all the when it comes guys. back oh. down to you know, Mandem has to save the world, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really, you know, keep up with you guys. You saw, you saw how Abe,
3: you know, slid yeah. back into the chat all of a sudden.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Chelsea got it. But yeah, our boss of the week is <laughs> Vic. He said stride FC, but I don't see him making it in stride.
0: <laughs> 11 points. That's <laughs> yo, that's.
2: Yo. Yeah, the guy just been <laughs> sliding down. At one point, he was actually top 10. That's just disrespectful.
1: He started off the season really
2: well. Yeah. It was uh, like, well, I was top 10? But right now, where is he? What position is he? I think he's in, like, <laughs> oh, 84th. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah he's, he's
1: 84th. given up on this
2: this season, for sure. So, yeah, our bust of the week is Vic with the left. But this season, a lot of people like, damn. Someone had, someone had, okay. But yeah, the bus of the the bus of the week is Victor Ukebu boo That's 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 our bus of the week. I mean,
1: you
0: know, you don't have to say the last. You don't know how to say <laughs> if if someone wants to Google it for confirmation, I am one hundred
1: percent sure that he said that wrong. But I can't say it correctly myself, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna butcher his name.
0: Yeah yeah um, yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, shout out to Vic, our bus of the week. Much Hell appreciated. Yeah. Thank you for you know for holding it down. Um, I don't have a whole bunch of busts to name. I just have two Mm -hmm. this time. I have a a bust team of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with Everton. I had so much hope for Everton this season, as I always do. I always believe in Everton, and they always let me down. I thought this was a season they were going to do it. They had a manager. They had a team. They started off so brightly. They were in position to do something, and then they go and lose. to was a freaking Sheffield, like – just, yeah. just terrible stuff. So, yeah, I don't think they're gonna make Europe, and I don't think they deserve it. They well, maybe they make the Conference League, and that's probably their level. So everything
0: yeah, is a disgrace.
1: Yeah, anyway. I no longer believe in you. I'm moving on from you. Yeah. Bye.
2: I can't wait for like the end of season like review.
1: Because people are here making
2: this Everton prediction, telling us James Rodriguez, <laughs> mentioned Rodriguez is about to do Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that episode, bro. I'll save everything oh. for that episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, just to make sure I don't get lumped in with those people, my predictions for Everton were never about much Rodriguez because I've seen him, I know him. He can only play twenty games a season and will perform really well in ten. So mm-hmm. it would be foolish to expect a lot from him, like some other people did. Yeah. I don't um, know. And my, o- my other bust, my bust predictor slash analyst of the week. Um, this person is actually on with us right now. I'm oh, sure yeah. they're gonna they're gonna cry foul. They're gonna say, Oh, this is unfair, but I get to make these decisions. And uh Rookie, I'm giving it to you, man. I have to give it to you. Why
3: What, last,
1: what last happened? Episode. So this let me let me explain. Let me explain. Last episode we discussed the epic top final, we made predictions. Yeah. Rookie um was one of two people that predicted Chelsea would win. No. Did she? What? Yes, she, did. I, she predicted I, that I Chelsea did. would win one zero. I guess the score line correctly. Yeah, you guessed the score correctly, but uh you were you were wrong so and and but I, wasn't of, I wasn't the only no, no,
3: one i right, was the thought. only one. no no you weren't the only
1: one no you weren't the only one i'll give you that um
3: but, oh
1: winfred also Winfrey thought chelsea was gonna win you know so you guys are combined but the other thing that also gives you the edge over him and now that i'm looking i don't think it gives you the edge oh you guys are going to share this i changed my mind because you guys did everything <laughs> it's, a <joint laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a joint bust you see it's a joint bust but the other thing that, you know, just I couldn't let you guys slide because one game, anyone can get it wrong. But when we predicted our top six, you guys had West Ham finishing fifth. Yeah. I know it was too early to say that it's not going to happen, but it's not going to happen. So you guys had three games and you guys still could not figure out that West Ham would not be top five. So you guys are, you know, combined it's bust analysts. Of- no, Ham
3: they are, they are, they are Jesse
0: Lingard loyals. Mm. Oh, can we, can we, can we, can we <laughs> get credit?
2: Can we give credit to like you know people who actually you know predicted stuff
1: correctly? Can they get?
2: I mean, credit? what
3: did you predict correctly?
1: Everyone predicted Leicester was going to win, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I predicted West Ham was going to. win. West actually predicted correctly that it was going to be 1-0 Leicester. Um, what did you predict, George? What do you want credit for? <laughs> I said.
2: Right. West, I said West Ham was going to finish outside top six. I said they were going to play uh, Europa Conference League. Okay, yeah. so you want? Do we have proof of
3: this? No no wow, he, did, he did.
1: Wow. That. Wow, Rookie. Because his top six did not include West Ham. So okay. I guess you get some credit for that. I mean, I don't know if I gave my top six, but my top six did not include West Ham, obviously, because West Ham is not good. Um How
3: convenient that you don't think you <laughs> gave a top six. Interesting. Uh,
1: um at that point, at this point, Rookie will let you go first as our bust analyst of the week. <laughs>
3: you know, any
1: words <laughs> that you wanna, you know, end the episode with? <laughs>
3: I may be the bust analyst of the week, but I was never Aww. bust of the week in FPL, Delapo. <laughs> 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 Did
1: I catch you in FPL? I was. I've been chasing Ew. you. <laughs> that was
0: funny.
2: Bro. Yeah,
3: you you've got four points on me at the moment, but you know yeah, we've got two more yeah. game weeks, so. And I still have my triple captain to use, so we'll see.
1: Oh, you do, but well, you wasted it. Should have used it um don't talk
3: so you want to know what happened with that i set my team right that Uh day and i was like oh i have to i have to activate my chip it was um the last game week the triple game week for united because you know i captain greenwood so i was like oh Uh i have to activate my triple captain chip i ended up getting on a call for work and the next time i look up it was 205 i said oh my god Mm. oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah yeah, yeah so that's points. what happened with not that. A
2: lot of point. Yeah, Who are you telling? Sort of it, it breaks game, my heart that, still. That sucks, man.
1: that sucks.
3: It breaks my heart. Yeah. That was the perfect time to use it. And Greenwood ended up getting a ton of points. So, yeah.
1: No, we have to give Rookie be. a little credit too. Because I remember at the beginning of the season, Rookie was, you know, she was a Romeo, Ernest, <laughs> Gustavo, the rest <laughs> of the up. In the back of the table So, you know Shout out to Rookie Because Rookie is, you know Top 30 right now
2: Yeah, Rookie We're going to We're going to Like the management sort Of Grown up Is going to hit you up Very soon
0: Why would you join them, We'll hit you up Because now we, I've been studying
2: Rookie And I have to say, man I'm Like impressive stuff Impressive stuff this season
1: impressive. And we also have to Shout out George Who was, you know Top of the league For a while and Kept disturbing us And he's managed to You know He's definitely not Going to win it Like the way West Ham Is definitely not top 5 <laughs> George is definitely not even top three. So, oh, what so a shame.
2: you're gonna cut it. I, suppose, I saw you post that in the chat. that, Oh, George is gonna California. finish outside top 10. You posted this. <laughs> my money's on George finishing out. Where are you, Dolapo? Are you close to me? No, are you close to top 10, top 20, top 30? No, you're not. You're bust. Please, put <laughs> some respect on my name, bro. <laughs> my plan is to get into the top 20 by the end of the season. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not gonna you happen. And I both. highly doubt it.
3: You and me both. Oh, yeah. I'm um, pushing for
2: Ricky though, even though Ricky never pushed me.
0: Be quiet. Me. I don't know where Mandem is. <laughs> <laughs> Mandem is here, yeah, man. You guys have your fun. <laughs> 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 now,
1: Mandem is in the 50s. He came up as well because he was struggling at the beginning, I remember. So, no, you know.
0: I was actually better at the beginning. I went down. So oh, really? Better. Yeah. Oh, wow. But you know where I'm excelling though? Head to head, let's go. No, you're not, bro. You
2: had a chance to actually. Now you, I think you're sick or some shit. No fourth, bro.
0: Fourth, though, with only wow, one he point difference. Some so respect relax. on his name. I was second for like. Yeah, he was second, and I was. I was second about, for like a minute. I was pushing so, for him, but like. Don't worry. We have two more game weeks. We have a plan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, we'll see, bro. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think is. Well. Wait, for
3: who's first in the head-to-head?
1: So in the head-to-head league, Moya's is first. He has a five-point lead, so he's almost kind of safe. George is okay. second. I'm third. Mandem is fourth.
3: Okay. And like
1: between me, George, Mandem, and like the couple people behind us, there's like three points. So it's, oh, like one, it's two and three can like, George can end up like six if he
2: loses. A- <laughs> oh, oh, I can end up first. me me like up like the La
3: Liga table.
2: Now the thing that <laughs> messed me up in the head to head was that United Liverpool game when it got postponed. Nah, that was that was a game that because I think I was playing the that game week and Oula had like five points over me and I had like four or five
0: players to go. I had yeah, I lost my head to week. So I dropped last week to four from second to fourth just because of one point. Because the guy won me with one point, and what happened was that I also forgot to just um, activate my triple captain chip like I wanted to. Excuse and Excuses. I would have been, I'd, excuses I'd be, of
2: the twos of the week. <laughs> yeah, that, man. <laughs> that hurt. It was just... You don't even know the shit.
3: <laughs> what? No, not you, George. I,
2: oh. I know it, bro. Excuses are the twos of the week and incompetent. Trust me when I say I know this shit. Mm. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm I thought you giving an excuse right sounds now. Like, sounds like you got hit with that a few times in your lifetime. I thought he was giving
0: an excuse with Liverpool and United game right now. <laughs> did you just forget what you
2: said, bro? Other than that, I just said, I just said. Uh, okay, not. so you're just describing yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah basically. Oh, well. okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. nice. Yeah.
1: All right, guys, let's finish this episode. Rookie, the final words.
3: Um, my final words are: Dalapo, watch your back, because you're coming for
0: me. <laughs> that did not sound right, man That
2: just
1: <laughs> Just, you know, I want to put this on, on record so everyone knows. You owe me like unlimited drinks the next time I see you because Bayern was never going to win
3: Champions hey, League. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Yes, you won the bet, but you never specified what you wanted. So you can't just now say. On... I
1: think I have the message started. I don't I want don't to argue with you. I think I started. So, yeah. Rookie, I think I
3: went back and deleted it. Even. <laughs> yeah, she bad
1: embedded, man. she'd be losing all her bets.
2: <laughs> Daniel would have hundred dollars if only Daniel was like,
1: you know. He didn't have the guts. He didn't have the
3: guts. Right. The guts. If if only he didn't get scared. Um but that's fine, Thalato. You want unlimited drinks? That's all good and well. You'll get the unlimited right. drinks when I see you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Madam <damn> final words. <laughs> Hey, final words is that little Pep, you better watch out. It's not all about money. It's not all about the glitz and all whatever. There are certain players that, you know, want bigger challenges, stronger challenges. I'm still vouching for Kane to put on that red jersey next season. United, Old Trafford, all day, every day. Man, we are coming guns blazing next season. It's going to be better. Definitely. You already know El Matador has extended and it's going to happen. So, yeah. Shout-outs to all United okay. fans. We're coming back stronger next season.
1: Okay, okay. Um, George, final words.
2: Yeah, mind them, I said a lot of stuff that should not be the final words, but it is a final word. Okay. Anyways, uh, I don't think Kane is going to end up in United. Um, I think Lil, uh, Pep got is the greatest manager ever in the EPL. Um, And uh, what do you call it? I can't wait. Uh, for the you know, uh, the the season review of all the predictions that people made, I'm gathering like you know snippets of the stuff that people have said, and I can't wait to you know share with you guys. So yeah,
1: that is awesome. We can't we wait to hear what you come up with to you know just to see how wrong we were and how right I was for the most part. <laughs> um, so you know, thank you so much for being on the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. We will
3: be back with a new episode in a week's time. Uh,
0: Yes, sir.